0: Welcome back,
1: ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money.
0: Wow, DIY Money. That DIY was hot. Today. What's up with you today?
1: Wait, wait. Who's this? DIY. No, no. DIY. Money, 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 money.
0: Who's Magic Johnson? Oh, no. <laughs> that was Logan. That. Oh, Logan, yeah. I will never let Logan Where is live Logan? that down.
1: He's in the next room.
0: I know, but for Where's... people watching on YouTube... <laughs> He might be coming on next week. He might be
1: coming on next week because I have an awesome opportunity to go run at the gorge next Thursday when we record, and I'm weighing out the pros and cons of of going and doing that. And I think what are the cons of
0: going and running? Cons are that I don't get to do
1: the podcast. Oh yeah, that I don't get to be here with you, Daniel. With you,
0: Logan. You good for next week? Yes, he's
1: good. He's good. You're good. Anyways, um but no, if you're if you're, you know, I if you live in Kentucky, surely hopefully you've spent some time in the gorge. I have not. I've been here 20 some years. 1996 I came to the University of Kentucky. I have been to the gorge 3 times. Okay? Yep. And this last time we did a hike to a place called Grays Arch. Everybody who's a lot of arches out there, aren't there? This is called Grays 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 Arch, everybody who is in and around this area knows this. It's one of the other than other than the natural bridge hike. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the more popular hikes. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And there's something about being outside. The phone isn't working. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's no there's no connection to the world. And I just think, man, we are losing some of that. We're so connected. And we're just losing some of that disconnection. We're we're disconnecting from the disconnection.
0: But if you're tuning in on YouTube, don't don't always
1: watch. Follow (laughs) us on all the social channels. Make sure you hit us up, like the buttons, and all that good stuff.
0: Or on the podcast. But anyway, so yeah, download it before you go on a hike. Oh, absolutely. Download your podcast, and then you won't disconnect.
1: Uh, Housekeeping odds and ends. Got a fun thing coming up. We're gonna try to insert some video questions into the YouTube. Um, so when you send us a question, if you're sending us a, a question here n- now, recently, I will probably reach back out if, if the question is solid and I'll say, hey, you mind sending us a video clip? And then, and then we'll put that into the YouTube. Some people are going to be down with it. Other people are going to be like, absolutely not. No way. <laughs> Fair. Negative. wonder if we could get stand-ins. So I'll say, hey, can you send us a video clip? Or can we, <laughs> can we
0: have a stand-in do your
1: question for you? That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, thought about that. What's going on in your
0: life? Uh keeping on with cycling. Yeah, drinking some good coffee. I made a mediocre cup of coffee today, so I stopped Whoa. on the way in and got a replacement coffee. Really? Yeah.
1: How did? What happens when you make a mediocre? Like, how does that happen? Like, you have a brain fart you put in two scoops instead of three, or could what?
0: happen. Uh, but that's not. No, that's, that's not, not what you. happened. No. <laughs> we ran low on multiple different bags of beans, and so I had to kind of create my own sort of blend. Ooh. And you were your own barista. Yeah. Sometimes it really works out well. You find something really good. This time it was like a muddled mm. mess of weird flavors. And mm. I was like, yeah. Can't do that on the podcast day.
1: You know what we made last night, which mm. was awesome? We made homemade salsa. Nice. I put on the Instagram, I'm sure everybody cringed, but people tended to like it, our Instagram page, all of the tomatoes. I have been overrun with tomatoes. I planted 10 tomato plants. That might have been a little aggressive. I got one of the rejects. That might... No, you got a good one. You it was a reject because why did why did I give you one? It was the
0: one that all of your neighbors didn't Oh, want. that's
1: right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Because we put up a table at the end of our driveway. Yeah. We give all these things. There's away. one left
0: over at the end of the day in your life. And I was like, that should go Daniel. to Daniel.
1: Across this great nation, almost everyone has been affected in one way or another by this terrible tomato onslaught. But they're amazing, they and are. we made our own homemade salsa the other day, which also was amazing. Peppers from the garden as well. Ugh, I mean, I'm maybe you should do a post I'm about how to save money via gardening. basically— uh, I don't think I'm saving money via <laughs> gardening <laughs> right now. I don't think that's $10 happening. tomatoes. I mean, I had to put cages up that were like $20 a piece, so that's $200. My investment. tomatoes are very expensive. Now, longevity wise, cuz I the cages will be used next year, you know, I already, you know, there's a lot of that stuff I can reuse. Potatoes. Potatoes are the most, you know, replenish. I mean, I will take old potatoes. We're almost 5 <laughs> minutes. We got to go. We got to go. Let's get to our potatoes question. Are so Enough cheap. of the bro talk. Alright, uh, question today, is it Terrence? Is that right? Terrence is our question today? Look at that, I remembered that. Terrence, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hello, this is Terrence Ward calling. I really love the philosophy of your podcast. Thank you for doing this. I managed to get myself into credit card debt as a young adult, and in my 20s, I paid it off. In my 30s, I married and we suddenly had more credit card debt and student loan debt and working with my spouse, we paid it off and because we paid it off, we were able to borrow money to buy a house. Now, I'm a big fan of paying off debt, but what I'd really like to know Really, for people who are younger than me and know better and can do something better, is how can you avoid getting into debt in the first place? Is there any way to live the American dream without borrowing other people's money? Thanks.
0: Well, Terrence. Terrence is going to read I would like to answer audiobook. that question. Terrence's voice is
1: fire. Amazing.
0: Terrence, I love your voice. He does something.
1: Hello, Terrence. With his voice, i I love the question you sent us. I have a, I have a guess. Terrence, believe it or not, is probably from somewhere in New York, like like a Brooklyn or Bronx. I know you're thinking, no, no, there is no, no hint of any accent.
0: Well, I was born in a simple log cabin. How do you come up with that?
1: Because I know individuals who have grown up in those areas, Mm -hmm. they now live in, like, you know, Sarasota or something. They sound... Just like Terrence, they don't have the Brooklyn or the Bronx or the accent. So my guess is Terrence is a northerner, big time. Okay. So I have I, no. I'm just throwing guess that all. out there. Anyways, here's fascinating thing. Yeah. I, I'm gonna approach this. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna approach this from two different two different angles. Uh, one is to just flat out answer the question. Yeah, mm-hmm. is it possible? Of course, it's possible to. Live the American dream without going in debt. Highly improbable. Very, very difficult. How do I know that? In the United States, we have a capital system that allows people to borrow money and trust the banks to basically not go out of business and ultimately fulfill their obligations as well as someone borrowing money at a low interest rate and actually going through the capital system to be able to borrow money to build houses, to expand businesses, to go into student loan debt, whatever it may be. There aren't many countries that are like the United States, believe it or not. Most countries in the world, they don't have this set up. Now, if you've ever traveled to a third world country where there is no banking system, no mortgages, no lending, none of this, no central bank, no no stable government, you will see this is fascinating and i and I never connected the dots and it helped me understand more about our capital system. You will see a ton of houses that look unfinished and abandoned, okay I remember spending a considerable amount of time in Haiti over about a ten to twelve year stretch, and early on in my my time there i was i was you know, going traveling or whatever. And, you know, a tap tap or that's a that's a pickup truck where you got to tap the side when you want to get out. They call it a tap tap or a little moped or something. Mm -hmm. And we would pass countless houses that maybe the foundation was poured or maybe there were some cement walls or some block walls. And that was it. And it looked like they were abandoned. I mean, it looked like, oh, you know, oh, terror. Oh, how 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 what a bummer that is. You know, that's. Mm -hmm. They did, they did, you know, they're abandoned. Maybe the guy died, et cetera. You know, you know what was happening? More than likely that individual was either working in the United States, sending money back or saving money and coming back to Haiti during a break, like a vacation, mm-hmm. Christmas or whatever, using the money they had to build what they could and then go back to work
0: pay-as-you-go system.
1: It was a pay-as-you-go system. Now, ultimately, their objective, have the house finished by the time they retire, right? Come back to Haiti with a paid-off home, Mm -hmm. collect their American Social Security, and live like a king. And many did that. Many did that. But it's very, very difficult for them to build a house, finance a business, etc., Kiva. You ever heard of Kiva? Mm -hmm. Kiva, micro-financing loan business to third-world countries, thriving because they're allowing individual entrepreneurs to take very small loans to do a business. Oh, I want to wash clothes for a living, but I don't have the $25 that I need to buy the supplies because it's a day-by-day living process. Okay, that's an extreme. My point in saying all this is, I don't think our capital system of taking out debt to buy a house is a bad thing. However, in excess, like most things, when abused in excess can become very detrimental. I don't think it's bad to spend $40,000 for a student loan if, in fact, your return on investment is an additional forty, 000, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year in a better job. I helped a young man go to truck driving school for five grand. He came out. He got a $20,000 signing bo- bonus. He'll make $150,000 this year. Not bad. I, fi- I was the bank. I financed that. I don't have a return of that yet. I didn't get any <laughs> of that money back yet. I'm not very good Strange. bank. Anyways, that no, was a gift. But nonetheless, so I, Terrence, I, you know, your story is unique in that you said in the 20s, I got credit card debt, but then I paid him off. In the 30s, we did it again, and I paid them off. Then we bought a house, and hopefully you're paying or it's not paid off. No. So I don't think it's a bad thing to do that, but I also think that it can be very detrimental if abused. I'm going to last last thing. We're going to just go over it today. It okay. is what it is. Sorry. The last thing I'll say is, Terrence, and you've probably done this, how about educating your children and setting them up to proceed in a manner that you didn't have to go? Now is that, you know, is that a good or a bad thing? Is that detrimental to them? Is it not? I don't know. Mm-hmm. My children will have a considerable amount of money available for education or a home or a small business or something else. Meaning that will become theirs. Now it's my job to educate them so that when they turn 18 and they have that money, they don't just go, "Ooh, lots of money, let me go find myself traveling the world." Now if they travel the world and they're educated about it, okay, that's fine. It can, you know, so, so on and so forth. So that's the only way I would see that cycle changing. But I don't think it's a bad thing. Cool. What do you got, Daniel?
0: Yeah. Uh, before I get into the actual question, I want to point out that uh, kudos to Terrence because he said um, when he got married, uh, we mm. had good, good debt catch. and we paid it off. Mm. Uh, and that's one of the things we often talk about here is. Uh once you combine finances, it's not a hey, she brought in a lot mm. of debt into the marriage. Uh so I really kudos to Terrence. That's a I good mean, catch. Excellent part. language like there. That. Uh but pointedly, uh is it possible to live the American dream uh without debt? And I would I would probably just say no to that. Mm. Uh I don't think because that's a dream life. Uh I think you can live a uh, conservative, practical, modest life to some extent, but you're going to have to make significant sacrifices uh, if you don't live with debt. And I think the reason for that is is because debt is available, it naturally increases uh, the prices for the things that are being bid on. So because mortgages are available, it is very difficult for somebody just starting out without money from an outside source, whether that be uh, an inheritance, uh, parent help, uh, something of that nature to get in and get the American Dream house via cash. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that they can't, you know, move into a, a neighborhood where they can buy a fixer upper for really cheap things like that, fix it up, build equity step by step, work their way up to uh, an American sort of dream. But I think if you're trying to to live the HGTV American Dream style. Uh, you know, go to an American Dream university rather than starting out as a community college, things like that. So when I hear American Dream, I don't hear just the American practical uh, life of hey, just simply having a roof over your head in a you know relatively decent neighborhood. Uh, I, I hear you know you want to have it better, and I think if you want to have it better, it's going to cost. Uh, and the fact is is that everybody around you is using debt, so therefore the Price of education, the price of homes, the price of cars, everything that can be financed is therefore more expensive because the people around you are using debt. So it will take some significant sacrifices if you intend to go the debt free route. But you can get ahead of it mm-hmm. and get to a point in your life where you no
1: longer need to yeah. use debt. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Exactly. It's, it's a tool, I think. And again, I'm not, you know, you know, like Terrence said, I love the message of the mm-hmm. show. We are all very big advocates of paying off debt. Mm-hmm. But just as you said, it's difficult to get to the dream. Whatever the yeah. dream is. You're gonna have to make sacrifices
0: if you're going to get to that no debt mentality.
1: I did an interview with a young man. I've I've been holding it back. He might think I'm I lost it in the in the in the shuffle, but no. He showed up in America with $15 in his pocket at the mm-hmm. age of I think 16 years old. He barely spoke English. He now is a very successful individual, owns his own home. It should be paid off in the next year or so. Makes good money as a sanitation worker, but he's living the American dream. Mm -hmm. Now, along the way, he had to use some financing Mm -hmm. to get there, but he was responsible about it. Again, I think when used appropriately, it's one of the things that makes this country so great. But... It can be abused, mm-hmm. and it absolutely can crush people. There's no question about that. That's a great question. Man, yeah. we could spend a long time on just kind of dialoguing about that. We could. That was I a lot of Terrence, philosophical. I think Terrence knew that, and I yeah. think that's why he threw that out to us. It was a great question. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thought we'd go that route, and, yeah. and maybe not. I have no idea. So I'd be curious to your feedback, Terrence, and I definitely <laughs> want to know where you're from if I was even close to that because I think he's a Yankee.
0: Well, we're pretty far apart, so one of us is closer.
1: You say California?
0: Well, just, i just—I just went the uh, total yes. opposite side of the country. For no worries. The of,
1: All right. It was like Prices Right rules. Yeah. No. No was worries. Like, no, was good. This
0: way, if he's in Illinois, we have to like draw. A map hey, did
1: you, you ever something. see the uh, the documentary about the guy who used to nail the Prices Right prices? No. Is it on Netflix? It's good. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's a good one. You know what I'm talking about, Jordan? Yeah. Jordan knows what I'm talking about. It's a good one. Anyways, he he knew he did a mathematical formula to figure out. Basically the prices of all these items and he absolutely
0: crushed awesome. it. Awesome. Now we're adding Bro Talk to the end of the show.
1: <laughs> all right, friends. The secret to success is pretty simple. Either learn the rules to prices right, go on the show and you know, make a million, or or you could live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very, very long time. Make it a great one.